Hello and welcome along to the Three Amigos FBL podcast. I'm the Marple Curse and I'm joined as always by my Amigo Mars, who you can find on Twitter at Mar05, and Anthony, who you can find at FBL Stag. Stag is stepping into the shoes of Kylie, who is off sunning herself in Vegas. Make sure you're following our group account at Three Amigos FPL. In this Getting to Know You mini-series, we've interviewed FBL managers from all over the world, as it's our mission to let our listeners get to know the people behind the FBL accounts we interact with each week. To do that, we've come up with 20 questions which will reveal exactly who they are. With the Amigos now, we have Lynn, who you should all know and love from her Twitter account, at Lynn underscore FBL. Lynn, you're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bear your soul to the FBL community? Uh, thank you. <laughs> I think I am, but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Um, and Lynn, we'll crack on with question one, okay? Uh, so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Lynn, and I live in Norway, but I'm actually from Slatan country, the one and only. Um, I work as a computer geek. I mostly do design, some coding, and analyzing a lot of data. Um, oh, yeah. cool. A lot of da- a lot supporter. of people seem to be into FPL. Well, we, yeah. we all know that you're a supporter. That's why we have to make sure we have to get out <laughs> Yeah. So, Lynn, good to have you on. So, if you weren't human, which animal would your personality match best with and why? So, basically, what is your... Uh, what's the word that Carly says, Don? What is your spirit animal? That's the one. Spirit animal. Spirit animal. I find this question a bit difficult because there's so many good animals. Animals are better than people in general. But I think I would actually be a poodle. Because poodles, they're super smart, they're loving and loyal, and they're up for any activity or mischief. And that's pretty much me. And I do have to confess that I do need some grooming as well. Because if I don't brush my hair, I start growing dreads at my neck. So, yeah, I'm a poodle. <laughs> and I see. <laughs> you, you, you seem to love dogs, right? If I remember you have... yeah. I've seen videos with you in the snow and dogs. Yeah, I have one dog and then I watch my friend's dogs once in a while. What's your dog's name? Cessna, like the airplane. Oh, is it named after the airplane? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. How did that come about? Uh, my ex who I got her with, he used to fly Cessnas. So, yeah. Oh, very cool. And how and when did you first get into FPL and the sport of football in general? Oh, uh, well, I've been a Liverpool supporter since I was eight years old. And then I was asked by a cute boy at the schoolyard what football team I supported. And I had no clue whatsoever what any kind of football team was or who or anything. So I just replied, like in smart poodle style, I like the red ones. And he went, oh, Liverpool. And I nodded and <laughs> smiled. And that was that. <laughs> so since then, I became a Liverpool fan. And I guess I wasn't very active to start with, but maybe the last 10 years I've been fairly active and I've been playing fantasy football for about six years now. It's, um, it's hilarious, Lynn, because we, you know, before the pod, you mentioned how your, your ex was, was a Scotsman. Um, but it's mad how, how the Scottish accent came out when you were talking about football there. (laughs) It's it's, it's coming, it's coming through, like, if if you don't know, we're, 
if we hadn't announced that we were recording with you, Lynn, um, somebody would have said, oh, who's, that? who's the Sc- Scottish lady that you have on? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. so now that we touched on FPO, what happened yesterday? Because Twitter went mental. <laughs> I think it's a natural break. I have no idea what happened. I really did not think it would take off like that. I just kind of enjoyed seeing Neil's photo. It's kind of nice to see you behind the screen, you know? So yeah. I was like... Just saying, show yourselves, and expected maybe two or three replies, but it went mental. It did go mental, and then it went even more mental when you told them that you would swipe right for 15 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was getting late. Uh, Probably, yeah, I should not have written that, but still good fun. No, you probably probably prevented a few fellas from sleeping too well last night, Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well. Oh, that was brilliant. It was great. Um, and we saw even the sexy. We saw the sexy stag picture, and the sexy dawn picture. We didn't see a sexy Mars picture, as far as I'm aware. But maybe we'll get that later on after the podcast. You might feel brave enough to do that, you know. <laughs> this um, is for patron. Uh, it's for patron only. Oh, oh yeah, Patreon. Yeah, Patreon listeners only. That's it. Hundred percent. And we're holding on to the big gun for that. Um, so, Lynn, tell us, um, if you were giving tactical advice to someone starting out in their FBL career, what would that be? Uh, we'd probably go be go with your guts and avoid taking hits. Uh, and it's really worth jumping on the last week's goals, which is what most people do. And I, I've even known to do it sometimes because I can't help myself. But, yeah, need to watch that. Yeah. I've gotten I've gotten good at the first one, but uh, the second one I am still hit city. I can't help yeah. myself. Uh, <laughs> as much as I try to be good every year, I can't help but be bold. But um, good advice. And what's uh, what's your like favorite FPL memory so far? Uh, it's probably beating a guy in my mini league on the last game week of the season, just by two points or something. It was it felt so good. Yeah, Mars doesn't really yeah, have that's all always that, good. but um, I know how it feels like to win. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's Any memory of some particular player that you had that was a differential or something scoring big for you one week or anything like that? Uh, I have had a couple. Like I've taken some puns on some Liverpool players over the years. Like I had Hendo when he scored. Uh, got Pope back fairly early last year and he scored a lot. Fair. I have too many. Do you yourself? Do you kind of go with? Um, do you find yourself probably? going for Scandinavian players any more than anyone else or do you just kind of just go with go with who you think will end up with uh, more points no I don't have Lindelof in my team I've never had him I don't think I don't think I think I even had Slatan when he was playing for United uh, so no no preference that way. was a kind of favourite of mine back in the day for a little while but he was one of my favourite players um, but he's Norwegian of course but yeah uh, <laughs> He was he was a good uh, a good Scandinavian player. If if you ask me, like a couple of years ago, I probably would have, but I'm trying to play more with my head these days. So no. You must have had Zlatan though. No. No. Oh wow. No. Even when he came into the league that year, you didn't just go, yeah, I'll put Zlatan and Kuhn up front like a lot of us did with the big two up front. No, because you never know if Zlatan's gonna deliver because he's a great football. Don't get me wrong, but. Kind of like when he plays with a Swedish team, the whole team plays around him and it doesn't mm. always work out. So I wasn't sure what would happen with United. So I just waited and waited and waited. 
until he eventually he just cropped down halfway cropped through down. the season. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> and and so anyway, don't you, get don't get Stag talking too much about United, or he'll bring down the tone of the show anyway. Ah, no, I'm I'm an eternal optimist here, Donica. <laughs> if you could reverse one decision or move you've made in FPL, Lynn, what would it be? Uh, yeah. Does any move haunt you? Like, what? Which one? Nothing doesn't. There's nothing that really haunts me. But I did make one mistake at being of this season. In game week two, I took a four point hit to get then knocker in, uh, and I shouldn't have. I should have gone for Lundstrom. Oh, you, you didn't you didn't captain Duffy last season by any chance? That screams out. <laughs> I did, I did. Oh, but I surely kinda... you would undo that. Surely. That's a, that's a, that's that's a good point actually. Didn't you didn't you tweet Duffy and say if you like this, I'll put yeah. you in my team? And he and he did, didn't he? Yeah. So I've got him in my team, and I will keep him in my team for the entire season as long ah. as he's playing. If he gets that... injured long term, I will ship him out. That's brilliant. I can't like that's brilliant that he actually liked it. It is. It was good fun. Uh, so yeah, I've got Shane Duffy in my team, and I will have him the whole season. And yes, I might not have forgiven him entirely for that game with two, but I don't think it's entirely his fault. I blame all of the Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It, yeah. No, so uh, just out of interest, why Shane Duffy? Out of all the, was there a reason that you tweeted Shane Duffy? Is it because because he's Irish? Christ. I don't actually know. I think he's, yeah. I saw something. Oh yeah, he's in uh, Fantasy Kings uh, Money League. Oh, so oh, I knew he was kind yeah. of into FPL. And I think See, that's Don, this why. This is how you question to get content that people want to listen to, rather than <laughs> because he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I noticed right. he was in that league, and I was into fantasy football. So it was him or Patrick Van Arnholt, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> then I'm more of a Duffy girl. Excellent, great stuff. And um, you're the men of uh, Ireland rejoice now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're the boss at FBL for one day, Lynn, and you can change one rule or feature in the game. What are you going to go for? I would add a reversed transfer button because sometimes you're a bit hot on the the transfer and you maybe transfer something in Sunday or Monday evening, Mm. and then on Wednesday they injure themselves and are out for three months, and you're kind of fuck. So you need to take a hit to fix it. So I would like, like, kind of like get out of a jail card for one one transfer. Yeah, that'd be good, all right. So just the uh, one last, transfer, yeah. Late night transfers, yeah. You often wake up the next morning and go, ah. So probably you forgot more than once, but at least that then one time you can reverse it. Mm. So uh, describe yourself to us as an FBL manager in three words, Lynn. Um, data-driven, impulsive, and safe. Impulsive and data-driven. And safe. Don't and, safe. Yeah. and safe. And safe. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and and how does the impulsive side of you work out with the safe side of you? Because like, do you kind of do you do you go with your gut at all with, or do you do you try to just follow the data when you're making your your picks each week? Well, my mantra is to play it safe, but I'm kind of impulsive as a person. So there's a constant tug of war going on there. So I, most of the time I manage to play it safe, but then once in a while I just I can't help myself and I get on a train I shouldn't get on. So you, you say you're data driven. What stats really stick out to you in a player? What do you look for? Uh, mostly 
um, chances created and I look at how many shots you get in the box and heat maps and movement. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have your own that. special spreadsheet that you curate you know, <laughs> and you just keep private or anything considering that you work in the tech area? Uh, I had that a bit last year, but it took so much effort to keep it up to date. So I, I'm not sure I'm going to bother this year. There's okay. so much good data out there that well, it's, it's really enough. There used to be, it used to be a lot less and I used to have my own spreadsheet, but it's not really worth it anymore. As you said, there's so many free sites or even the slight subscription sites. You mm-hmm. can get so much good stuff. So Lynn, back at the start of August, when you were putting together your game week one team, what were your tactics when you were setting up that team? And I guess, will those carry through to your wildcard team whenever you do that? Uh, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Because we'll have a lot more data when we wildcard and move on. Uh, at the start, we have no data, more or less. Uh, so when I start planning, I just try to plan three, four game weeks ahead because I know things will change. Um, I try to go for some premiums because it's easier to downgrade and upgrade and just get a good balance between defense and attack. So, yeah, it did so start you, out uh, that are way. Are you on Aguero or on Kane now? Sorry? Are you on Aguero or Kane? Aguero. Okay, good. I feel better because I'm moving that way. Although Kane's <laughs> annoying, Kane is annoying me now, scoring a few goals here and there. Yeah. I do talk about having a balanced team, but currently I'm sitting here with an utterly shite defense and all money in attack. So it's not so balanced, but it's getting me points at the moment, so I'm happy. And when you wildcard, will you try and reassert balance? I did actually wildcard into this team. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because there were very few clean sheets. It was, yeah, it was one of those things with the, when I was wildcarding too, I was tempted to totally scrap my kind of big at the back and just go with the budget defenders. I ended up kind of not doing that, um, yeah. but that, it definitely has been probably the way to get more points is to have um, have less in defense. But um, but we did see with Trent and, you know, Digne, they're still doing it like a few of them are, but um, mm. but probably less points than we would have hoped for. But I'm um, sure mm. we'll, we'll see how your wildcard develops anyway and how it goes. Um, we let's next question is um, take us through actually your game week routine. So um, when do you typically make your transfers, your captain decisions, and so on? Being a data driven girl, are you, do you, do you <laughs> those well, leave those transfers to the end of the week? Is it? Yeah, I'll try to wait as long as possible, preferably after the press conferences. But you know we can't always do that because you need to keep an eye on price rises as well. Uh, so, yeah, I try to do it as late as possible. It's not always possible. Um, one thing I do or don't do is that I try not to read too much on Twitter. Like, I don't try, I don't go and read threads or read on articles that much. Because uh, I just try to analyze data of the players I'm interested in. And I might go and search for one of them on Twitter and read about that one player. Or um, mm. if I'm if I got a question like is this player nailed on, I won't search and read through Twitter. I'll just send out the question and read the replies. And that's just because it's so easy to be influenced by Twitter, and I yeah. I want to play my own game, and I don't want to go into the Twitter template. Yeah, the high yeah. mentality will be uh, get swayed by. Yeah. It. I've seen a lot Thinking. of people say that and and kind of like say that their game is getting affected. Um, yeah. and I, I know what you mean. I, I tend, if, to be honest, I put my team out and I just, I don't even ask and I say like, this is what I want to have. If you want to have a discussion, 
um, it's fine. But don't tell me, oh, why are you not having this, not that? It's, I made a decision. So, mm. no, it makes sense. I don't know if you've heard about my hate-love relationship with Troy Deeney, but on every pod I always say <laughs> how, much I, how much I hate him. And then I got him in again and he got a red card. So, you know, we're still in that at the moment. It's uh, He hates me and I hate him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so do you have a player that has, like, burnt you before or somebody that you hate that you would not pick at all or only if you really have to? Um, well, in general, I try to avoid United players. Uh, I know I shouldn't, like, head over hearts, but I really struggle. Like, if it's 50-50 between two players and one is United, I will go with the other player every day of the week. Uh, and other than that, it's probably Ross Barkley. I've gotten him in as a, a wild card a couple of times, and he never delivers He's so good in preseason, and then he just fades away. Uh, so yeah, Ross Barkley, and yeah, actually was tempted to get. He was in my first game week team for months until like the day before deadline, and then I swapped him for Perez, and that didn't go so much well, better. So not much better. <laughs> maybe Perez is my new enemy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's quite a few people's enemy with the way his price is dropping. Yeah. So, Lynn, you played a pretty big part in the whole face reveal trend that took FPL Twitter for a night the other day. And you've already talked about the perhaps negative influences on your transfer decisions that Twitter can sometimes have. But what's the best thing about being part of the FPL community to you? Um, Well, there are so many idiots on the Internet. Like it's an incredible amount. And as a general rule, you should never discuss anything I worked online. However... I don't feel that about the FBL community. I think in general, people are super friendly and very helpful. And it feels like everyone is welcome. No matter where you're from or what team you're supporting, it's all very friendly and, yeah, super nice. I love it. Brilliant. That's good to, that's uh, good to hear because I, I agree with you, actually. There, there's so much good stuff out there. Yeah. And uh, Lynn, tell us, when you started getting into the FBL community or, or Twitter in general, who, did you, who was your first five accounts that you followed? Uh, it was about six years ago, so I'm not entirely sure, but I think it was FPL Fly and Walt says stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good account. Walt Fly Chief. There were Caldas, Matej were kind of the big ones then. Is that kind of right, yeah. Donica? Do you remember anyone else, Donica? Yerma even. Um, Yerma, yeah. And me and you, of course, Stag. You know. I was I was on my personal account lurking about five years ago. Stag wasn't even legal yes. enough to be on uh, Twitter. It's true. <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> I was still a child. <laughs> oh God. But uh, yeah, no, the, the it is interesting. It's one of I've I've enjoyed when we added them that question to the getting to know you episodes because. It is kind of funny with the accounts you actually find first, and a lot of the times they are the ones you do still interact with a decent bit. The, I know the Twitter algorithm suggests who we should follow nowadays, but who we started off with is always fun to see. So, um, if you had to choose one player, past or present, uh, it doesn't have, yeah, or, or a Swedish legend uh, other than Zlatan, like uh, <laughs> Henrik Larsson, Henrik Larsson and Lundberg. You know, would you uh, who would who would you have to put put in your FPL team? It doesn't have to be Swedish, by the way. I'm just uh, <laughs> showing off right. my Swedish knowledge of, of players in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
it's probably a bit too obvious since I'm a Liverpool fan. So Steven Gerrard, for sure. Top, top football player and top mm-hmm. human being. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're in safe place here with Liverpool, you know, both Don and I are Liverpool <laughs> fans. So we don't really mention it a lot on the pod, do we, Don? No, I don't think so. No, no, we, we, no. We, we're, we're not insufferable at all. No, no, we're, we're not unbearable. <laughs> we don't mention six at all or anything like that at all. No, we don't talk about it. <laughs> not one bit unbearable, yeah. Uh, so, Lynn, you're hosting a dinner party and you can invite any three people, living or dead. Who are they? What's the food you're going to eat? And what drink are you going to put in front of them? Well, Stevie G, obviously, uh, for said reasons. Um, it's a tough choice. I don't know if I should go for some historical great person or just someone I admire, but I think I go for Churchill and Slatan. And I think we'll be having spicy hot wings. Because I've seen this YouTube clip of a guy, an American guy, who got celebrities eating hot wings with a super hot sauce on. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Because <laughs> like when when it gets really spicy, they kind of start acting a bit like they're drunk. <laughs> so I think that could be fun, and I would absolutely love to see Slatan taking on Jared over who can handle the most heat. I would be so glad. Yeah, Churchill as referee, goodness. Yeah, and of course there would be plenty of beer and spirits to drink to get properly pissed up. Uh, you have to pick one type of beer or spirit. <laughs> one type, an IPA. Okay. Can I, you can never go wrong with an IP. Yeah. Um, I think Slatan would probably take out Churchill. I can't imagine. <laughs> Stevie G probably wouldn't have a whole lot of time for him either. But, uh, maybe, maybe I think would. Stevie can take a lot of heat, though. I think he could t- maybe take on Slatan. Oh, I think there. he could, yeah. I think he'd be good on the wings, yeah. Or the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is Slatan's personality, actually, in Sweden? What do people actually regard Slatan like? Is he like a total icon or is he a little bit yeah. Roy in Ireland, where it's a little bit of a kind of a love-hate relationship. What? Where's the, the hate, most... Don? Don, 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 where's yeah, the hate? hate with Roy Keane and Ireland stag. You know that. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Any naysayers, they can go away. No, there's definitely a lot of love for Slatan. He's more or less a god in Sweden. Yes, yeah, very good. Excellent. Uh, next question we have is, if your house is on fire, and we hope that doesn't happen, um, but if your house is on fire... <laughs> only save one non-living item uh, what are you going to grab I would say old photos because everything else can be replaced but not them yeah they're all all the new ones are digital yeah, the, yeah. we've had some very sentimental answers on that there but, um, the, yeah well, definitely, old photos definitely photo. is quite sentimental yeah. yeah no that's what I'm saying old hmm. photos are sentimental yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Do you have any special skills outside of your job and uh, being a good FPL manager? Well, I ski a lot and I ride a lot of bikes, but I'm not sure I would say I'm particularly skilled at it. But I guess if you compare me to an average person, probably a wee bit better than them. Uh, a wee bit better. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. This, this, this cottage is amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, with the amount of snow that I've seen on the videos, you, you need to ski. You need to be able to be a good skier too. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm also pretty good at uh, PvP in World of Warcraft. <laughs> and I'm probably dying a beer faster than any of you guys. Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, you have challenges. I think you're, um, if we do have that Irish meetup, you're, um, you're planning on coming over, I believe. But, um, yeah, so as long as it's not Guinness. Might, might put that to the test. <laughs> Home field advantage <laughs> for me. No, it's Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Lynn, what is your favourite band, your favourite movie, and what show are you currently watching on television? Favourite band is a tough one. It's changed a lot over the years, but I do always enjoy listening to Breaking Benjamin. So it's kind of like classic rock, I guess. Um, as for movies, it's between One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and The Lion King. I think they're both excellent, and I've watched them way too many times. Um, currently, I'm watching Before Nerds on HBO, and it's kind of like a weird mix between Vikings and Brun. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, go and see it. It's it's awesome. And um, this is the last question of our 20, okay? And this is the one to kind of stall the flow of um, Liverpool fan FPL managers over to Sweden. But um, tell us one guilty pleasure and one bad habit that you have. Uh, guilty pleasure is probably watching rom-coms and reading romantic literature like Jane Austen. I love Jane Austen. Um, bad habit. It's probably this is kind of also a bit of a guilty pleasure, I guess, but it's cleaning my ears with Q-tips. <laughs> like, I know, I know. That's I know. bad I, habit. They're not supposed to go in your ears, like not very far, but it feels mm. so good. And I can't help that someone put my G-spot in my ear kennel. It feels so <laughs> damn nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's brilliant. If, if, if it works for you, Lynn, then go for it. Thank you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, that is absolutely brilliant. Lynn, Lynn, on that bombshell, we'll wrap up today's pod. Thanks, Lynn, for coming on the show, and uh, it's been lovely getting to know you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.